receiving the breath. Feeling the cool of the in-breath and the release of the out-breath. And how the breath changes as we come into stillness from walking, movement. There's the ability to bring the attitude of loving-kindness in the present moment. And there are specific ways of cultivating loving-kindness. And in my own personal experience and in my own contact with others, I found uh, there's commonly two challenges in cultivating loving-kindness. One challenge for people is that there isn't so much a, a reference point of that which is unconditionally loving. And so it's hard to bring to mind a quality that one doesn't have direct experience with. or maybe less experience with. And then the second challenge for many is, is, is that like myself, even though I have an, a fine enough intellect, my first access to the way I experience the world is not through concept, but through feeling. And so for myself, and I have heard for others, sometimes the traditional style of, of cultivating loving-kindness through concept somehow misses the mark. Well, I, I know that there are different ways of accessing. Some is through concept. Some is through feeling. Some is through the sensing of things through the physical body, and others, for others, it's visual. 
There is no one right way. But what is helpful then is to take whatever teachings come your way and translate them into an access that's most accessible for you. And so because feeling for me is my easiest access, that's the way I tend to experience things and that's the way I tend to teach. Please feel welcome to change it according to your own access. And so starting with an an image of someone or something that for you reminds you of unconditional love. For people who feel inspired by Deepama, great compassion of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, His Holiness the Karmapa, the spacious, expansive presence of Lumpur Sumedho. And for some, it doesn't come through individual people, it comes maybe through nature, a sacred grove the warmth of the sun that shines independent of whether anyone is worthy. It could be the vast spaciousness of the ocean. And for others it comes through animals. An animal they know directly or an animal that comes to them in spirit form, symbolically. And so on this level, what is important is not whether it's a person or who the person is or even the beliefs of the person. This image, this person, this place, this animal, for you, embodies an unconditional love. And when you bring this to mind, that's what you experience is all-pervading sense of warmth and acceptance. So we allow the image to grow strong. And as the image becomes clear and stronger, we allow the feeling associated with that image to begin to affect and warm our own heart.
And as we are able to feel the feeling of love in its unconditioned aspect, warmth that has no conditions or criteria placed upon it, we just then slowly allow the image associated with it that catalyzes and triggers that feeling to fade away. And focusing attention on the feeling itself. And using breath, allowing that feeling to grow and strength and spread. So that the warmth radiates not just in one's own heart center, but throughout the whole of one's chest. and through to the back. And down through the torso, the trunk. Spreading upwards into the neck and head and face. And into the limbs. Extending through the fingers and through the toes. Begin to feel the whole body filled, suffused, bathed, immersed, awash in this field of loving kindness that makes no demands, has no conditions, 
is present and warm, affectionate and interested. Begin to see what happens to the muscles. How they start to open and relax. And the ligaments. elastic sometimes you can feel the organ systems responding can allow this field of love to saturate our cells, and our tears. and our blood and bones and bone marrow. What does it feel like to sit here immersed suffused, held, bathed. This field of loving kindness that is utterly present and without conditions. not asking anything to be otherwise.
And as the body begins to feel this quality of loving-kindness, know it and relax in it. Soften, unwind, unravel through it. As the body begins to feel saturated and full, then we let this field to flow into the aspects of ourselves mood and memory, thought and perception, feeling, formations, consciousness. There's no place left untouched. And no place that stays hidden. Our deepest secrets and our highest aspirations are all held. our fears, as well as our virtues and strengths and confidences, are all held, embraced, immersed, awash, illuminated. everything that we take ourselves to be, every experience that we ever have lived through and remember, every hope or dream about the future, is all held, embraced, immersed, suffused in this field of loving-kindness that asks nothing requires nothing.
only offers presence and love that has no conditions upon it. Nothing you can do, nothing you have ever done, and nothing you will ever do is outside of the capacity of love to embrace. To hold. To be present with. To receive. One of the powers of love and the quality of loving kindness is without will or effort, things naturally come into balance. Cold places are warmed, frozen places are thawed, burning places are cooled. Vulnerable places are held. Hard places are softened. Tangled places relax. Hidden places are opened and exposed places are sheltered and protected.
when practicing metta or loving-kindness, it's important to wait until we feel it. We feel saturated and full and overflowing, suffused. Until we know the taste and the feeling of it, before we try and share it and spread it and direct it. And like a piece of clay that has dried takes a certain amount of time and kneading the moisture through the clay or a sponge that is dried out. One needs to wait until the, the water is soaked through and through before it becomes easy to use. And when one feels held and immersed, awash, illuminated, suffused, filled and overflowing, saturated, tingling and warm, relaxed and comfortable, in the knowing of what unconditioned love is, then we can share and spread and fill. Fill the room that we are sitting in and hold each other. Share it with our teachers and mentors that have inspired and supported us on our journey. Radiate out into the land, the creatures and the water and the trees and the air. spreading to our family and our friends.
I'm including people we don't know, communities we've never met. and including people for whom we have unfinished business, for whom there might be still harm or hurt or experience of betrayal, that have residue in our own bodies and hearts and minds. And as we spread loving kindness and include these various people, there's a presence with how we are experiencing this as we're doing it. Open and receptive, allowing feelings that arise. without judgment, without asking them to be otherwise. coming back through this expanded field back into this area that holds us and supports us and back into this room with a community of people all aspiring to awaken. The 
returning to the experience of our own body, heart and mind, feeling the fullness and the presence of this quality of warmth, of love that has no conditions on it. Once again, seeing that our own bodies and hearts and mind <coughs> are illuminated and suffused, washed, immersed, held, bathed. where the hard and tight places soften and the cold and frozen places warm and the burning places cool, the tangled places loosen and the hidden places open, exposed and raw places are protected sheltered. Where the dry places are moistened. And the soggy places become firm not through will, not through effort, not through control, simply through the miraculous power of presence, of love that asks nothing. Only to be received and known.
also as with last night with the um, encouragement in the Dhamma reflection to make use of what is useful. The same goes true with the meditation instructions. So if this is something you find helpful, then use it. And if not, let it go. So we have a time for walking practice now.